Love Talk Radio.
Good evening. Brother Roy, we got music on this thing right here. We got music. I hear your voice, but we got music. I hear some music too. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Ken. Bless you, God bless you, amen. I just want to God bless you all. In the sound of my voice, bless you, bless you, bless you. God bless you, Tiny Kim, wherever you might be. (laughs) (laughs) I got music. That was music. Hello to everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in, for tuning in, and uh, you know tonight. All, it's about uh, going deeper than Jesus, going deeper than Jesus. Our topic tonight is uh, from All right, music. Oh, wait. No, Jesus. And I know that's not about truth talking. Roy, I have, Roy, I have music here. I'm not able to talk here. This, he has music I can't hear you either, either, brother, because of the music. Who's got the, who controls the board? Montel. Montel, turn that music off, girl. Yeah, she had this happen before sometimes, not with music, but sometimes it's a mishap. You know, I, she should really stay on so we make sure it's started because I had normally it'll uh, click off and be silent and then it's on. But uh, I thought this might happen when I heard that music. Well, okay. Just a minute, I'll, I'll, I'll have I'm going to see if I can uh, send her a message. Okay, you give her a call. I did it one other time. I had to call her. I'm looked up right. Go ahead and give her a call. Yeah, yeah, just give her a call. Everybody out there, we're going to try and get rid of this music so we can hear us, okay? Be patient. Be patient. The Lord will bring it to pass. Is it stopped? I don't hear okay, anymore. Right now. It's stopped. Oh. Wait a minute. There it comes no, again. No. no. Just a pause. Did you get to it? Did you call Montel? Show up. You should be able to regulate it there because it's from the... Yeah. I, when I had my uh, block talk radio shows... I had control over that. I could turn it off when I wanted. Yeah, yeah music that in the background. Yeah, it. Uh, I just oh, sent I her a message. Oh, okay, because my wife, the other time her kid, she forgot to turn the thing on to let the person on. She didn't turn the music on this time. I think that happened to me once, too. Yeah. Anyhow. Praise be to Anyhow. God. Praise be to Jesus. What a great day. Amen. 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 I'm going to get down here and ask her a call. Hallelujah. I'll my wife to give her a call here. Amen. So I just would like to introduce, of course, Apostle Edward, Co-host and our special guest, uh, Apostle Ken Burrow. Amen. Say hi to brother. Say hi to Apostle Ken, everybody. Amen. Apostle hi, everybody. Ken, it's good to have you on the show. And as soon as you go, 
be able to hear each other. Yeah. Right now we're playing musical chairs. As soon as that music stops, I'm sitting down. Yeah, my, my wife is going down. She's giving her a call. Okay. It's never happened with you. Welcome to Block Talk Radio.
And, Lord, I ask that you bless each and every listener this evening and that Father, I know in my heart that we are moving into a new dimension in spiritual in the spiritual realm. That you are moving us forward in a way that's never been done before. And we give you praise for that. And Lord God, I ask that everybody that listens this evening gets touched and that the three of us will speak the wisdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So the message tonight, as we know, it's called uh, From uh, Faith to Fear. And uh, yeah. I'm just going to uh, open it up here, uh, uh, um, Apostle Edward. There's some things the Lord has to put on your heart about that. Uh, I believe Brother Ken, as, a, as a, there's things the Lord's going to put about uh, on your heart about that, and then there's a couple things the Lord put on my heart too. So, um, you know what? Uh, we just, we'll just open this up, and uh, 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 Pastor Edward, if you want to just kind of, kind of go, uh, and then uh, Ken, and, and uh, you know, then I can say a few things also. Go ahead, gentlemen. I'll be here listening. Russell Edward, are you there? Ed, where'd you go, buddy? Ed, hello. Goodness gracious. You there, Ed? Edward, brother? (laughs) Uh, Are you there, Edward? Maybe you can call back in. If he got disconnected and there's nobody watching that board, it's going to be very difficult for him to get back in on this program. I hate to say that, but my experience with Blog Talk Radio has shown me that to be a true fact. Okay. Not good. Are you there? Okay. Well, Pastor Ken, do you want to just put some stuff to put on your heart? Well. <laughs> When you when you told me what the topic was, you know I I understood how, you know we're talking about. Uh, let me sit down here for a second. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this the spirit of Jezebel and how uh, Ahab had uh, told Jezebel to go after uh, Elijah. Exactly, and, brother. Yeah. And Elijah ended up getting very fearful because Jezebel was a powerful woman in her time, and she's still a powerful spirit today, by the way. And uh, he was afraid for his life. And when when you told me what the, the topic was from, from faith to fear, <laughs> please forgive me, I automatically went and from fear to faith. Because Elijah did return to his faith. But yes, he did. what yes. he went through is something that is prevalent for today. You know, people, exactly, there is a spirit yeah. of Jezebel out there, a spirit of control. I run into it all the time, not as much as I used to. When I first started out in the on the Internet ministry, I used to run into her quite a bit. But they basically stay away from me these days because I won't put up with them. But... Amen. Uh, Elijah, 
ended up being afraid. He thought he was all by himself. He thought That's he right. was the last. He thought he was the last prophet. Oh, woe is me! Said Elijah, "I'm all by myself. What am I going to do?" You know. That's right. And and we as people, we we end up doing that. I mean, it's been a long, long time since I've done something like that. But there was a time when. I wasn't so, sure of who I was in Christ, and I kind of almost me a couple of times. But the point of the matter is, God told Elijah he had thousands. That's right. I just agreed, just reading that, brother. I just reading that just before I, I uh, come on the come on the radio with you guys. Yeah, I mean there was Elijah thought he was by himself. But yet, God had thousands of them all in, in hiding places all over the place that Elijah knew mm-hmm. nothing about. And, 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 which brings me to, to this point. And, and, and I want you all to listen to what I'm about to say here, because this is actually important. God is always working, always working in the background. We may not know what he's doing. We may not know how many other prophets are out there. We may not know what God is up to, but I can guarantee you this. He's always working in the background. He's always working on our behalf. Amen. Amen. Well, I almost went into preacher mode there, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Go into preaching mode. Go into preaching mode, my brother. Uh, God bless you. I just, you know, when I read about Elijah being afraid of, of Jezebel, I, I can understand it. Uh, I don't think it's one of his highest moments in his ministry, but he did come out of it, and he did come yeah. on the other side of it. And I, I know in my heart that we're in a time, a disposition of time right now that, that is unlike any in history of, of mankind. Okay? And, and Jezebel is still out there doing her best to try to control and manipulate. Hello? Can you hear me talk now? Yes, I also hear a woman. Oh, okay, that's Montel. Do you hear me? Yes. Hello, Hi, Montel. Are you here? Oh. Hi, Montel. Oh, okay, well, they hear, they hear me now. I'm uh, Okay, okay, Montel. They said I'm on now, so I guess it must have clicked in because I was out there for the whole time. And, uh, okay, I guess it's okay now. Okay, well, thank you. Well, good. Glad to have you back, Ed. Just yeah, to tell yeah, you, because now you can, you can give your part. I already, I already shot yes, my mouth okay. off. Okay, well, what I had, I know the devil don't want me to give my part. I can see that right now because Montel oh, yeah. said you heard my voice and everything. But you know what? So, uh, that was, yeah, guess what? We don't care what the devil likes. Yeah, that, that, that is because it, was, it wasn't any fault of hers or anything. It was a, it was a attack. Well, anyhow, oh, do you want right. to finish what you're doing or you want me to do it? Go on, son, go on. Hey, uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, what uh, happened? What I was saying when I was talking, nobody, nobody heard me. Was uh, the ahead. Lord? A lot of times, what He does with me, He uh, shows me. I, I can be in bed, I can be watching television, washing dishes, or whatever, and He stops me and he shows me a certain thing. And uh, I wasn't thinking about this, praying about this, or anything. As far as the thing, Lord gave me the title for the program, but I wasn't thinking about that time. And all of a sudden, 
he showed me about Elijah, you know, and the 450 uh, male worshippers. And he gave me a truth there exactly what happened that we can incorporate today, not only back then, but it applies now, and we really need it. And one thing that we had in common with that was that was the spirit of fear that caused him to fear when he went from faith in the mighty power of God, where he used him to, you know, to uh, burn the sacrifice, you know, and, of course, he overcame all those things. But yet the next day when uh, Jezebel said she was going to kill him, he ran. You know, he hid under the juniper tree. So uh, anyhow, that was the spirit of fear, which is then and also now. But what happens, I'm going to give an example, like a pastor of a church or it could be evangelist who's into a church. When they get on that pulpit and the anointing's upon them, many times the gift of spirit be in operation, maybe the gift of faith will come in operation or, or anything, but they'll be anointed. And they'll be like King Kong up there. You know, you get up there and you can almost whip the world, especially the gift of faith on you. I mean, you just you can't doubt God. And it's so powerful, and that's the way he was, and he couldn't doubt God. He just believed God, and he said, hey, pour water on that sacrifice there because fire will burn even though there's water in there. So, I mean, he went all the way with those uh, those 450 Baal worshippers. But yet, the next day, when little Jezebel said, I'm going to kill you, he ran. So you're saying, well, why in the world uh, did that happen, how that happened? Well, it's really a simple answer. And the Lord had showed me this. You know, when you get up on the pulpit and you speak in a mighty way of the Lord, he used you in a mighty way, it's great anointing there. But when you come off that pulpit that night and you come down, you get in the audience, you get ready to go home, you're back to you. I'm back to Ed, okay? Now, I have my faith and I have the Word of God. And that's what he had. He didn't have the Word of God, which uh, I want to put this out a little bit later. But uh, what happened is he... Uh, only had what he had then. He didn't have that great anointing upon him like he did when he did the mighty work there, you see, the day before. So therefore, when he got that word, he was back to Elijah, and Elijah, right away, fear came upon him. So you see, uh, a lot of times, after we have a mighty work of God, it can either be before or after that Satan attacks. Now, in that case, he didn't attack before, but he attacked afterwards. Now, personally, I used to get attacked before or after a mighty work of God, but now it's before I receive attacks. But the thing was, he wasn't ready to deal with those attacks because that anointing was upon him, and we can't look down on him for that because he had uh, he didn't have the covenant we have. He didn't have the, the Holy Ghost power because the Holy Ghost was only on them as a period of time uh, doing what they did. For with us, the Holy Ghost resides in us 24-7, so there's absolutely no excuse for us we're attacked by the devil before or after a mighty move of God that we would run and hide under the juniper tree. So that's why, which uh, it happens because the anointing left him there. That's why it was so easy for him to fall into that trap of that threat from uh, uh, Jezebel. Okay? Uh, so as I said earlier, usually attacks come before, sometimes afterwards. Now, when we look at things, we examine things. You know, we have examples now. We have experiences now. We have the Word of God. We have much more knowledge because knowledge is increasing. That's just time goes on, especially in these last days. So uh, we have the advantage that that doesn't happen to us, that happened to him. And even Peter, more recent times, this is probably about 800 years ago, and this happened with Elijah, somewhere around 750, 800 years ago before Christ, with Peter, it was basically the same thing because a lot of times they will criticize Peter for getting out of the boat and walking. And then when the storms came, he got his eyes off of Christ and he sank. 
But we have to realize that was before Peter received the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. And then we see Peter, when he was threatened by the government there, when they preached Christ, they put him in jail and threatened to kill him and everything else. And Peter just looked them straight in the eyes, you know, the religious leaders in the government. He said, look, God told us this, and you told us this, or who, now who are we to obey? And, of course, naturally, they knew who he meant to obey, so he went out and preached Jesus. And when he went back to his camp, this is found in the book of Acts, the fourth chapter, when he went back to uh, his camp, he didn't say, hey, boys, I got arrested here for the apostles. They locked us up. We better clear out of here. We better get away because these people were really on our trail. No. What they did, they all joined together, and they prayed for boldness. And boldness came upon them. They went out and ministered again. So you see, the, the Holy Ghost makes a difference in these particular things. Because when we look back in the Old Testament, these great apostles or great prophets, what happened is they were anointed for that time. And, of course, they were the only ones that had it. That's why the people had to listen to them. That was the only way they would know just by what people said, like the anointed man of God. But today it's different with us because we know and have the word of God and the Holy Spirit, and we don't have to get chipped up by false prophets or those that are not true. But they only had like one leader at that time, the prophets, and the prophets called the, the shots, you know, at that particular time. So uh, we have to always put in context what happens of a mighty move of God and why they did this, why they didn't do that, and what happened with them and what happens to us. And really, when you put it all out on the table, fellas, and folks that are listening right now, right now, if there's ever a time that we are without excuse for anything, it's now because we have it all right now. We literally have it all. We have all the access to the Word of God, the Word of God, people around us, preachers in every corner. And I'm not talking about the false prophets, the false teachers. I mean, we have good preachers, women, men, teachers, the prophets. And we have it all before us. And we have, above all, the Holy Ghost within us, which is our only real teacher. And we can discern good from evil, you know, by the word of God. We have that. We have the one fact the discernment is one of the nine gifts. And there's no excuse why you and I fall prey to these things. The only problem is that we just don't do our part. So when we mess up and don't do our part, that's when we fall prey. But we have everything going for us that there's no reason for us to mess up. Now, I'm not speaking to you all that we're going to uh, reach a place of perfection and not mess up because that does happen because none of us are led by the Spirit all the time or walk in the Spirit all the time. There's none of us like that. We're like the Apostle Paul. We press towards that mark, and that's the mark we, we uh, go to attain. But we just have to put things in perspective and recognize, uh, like now, a good example, people, a lot of times they'll call and they'll say, I've been attacked by the devil. The devil's really after me. And they talk about doing a lot for the Lord, want to do a lot for the Lord. Oh, I've been attacked. I've been attacked. That goes right with it. It's just like Second Timothy 3.12, those that will live godly in Christ will suffer persecution. John 16.33, in this world you'll have tribulation, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You see, we're promised these things. These things come with it. Jesus said, if I was persecuted, if I was uh, hurt or whatever, but to me, if they did it to me, they're going to do it to you. If they were kind to me, they're going to be kind to you. Because we want to be like Jesus, and the spirit we are of is what people treat us by. Give me an example of that. You ever walk in a place that uh, a person would look at you and they would actually pour their heart out to you and just share with you and tell you a lot of things and just open up to you? And that, of course, that's the spirit of God in you. They, they sense the spirit of God. And I've walked in places already where they were about ready to punch you in the nose. 
I didn't say a word to them. Never saw them before in my life before they hated me. Okay? That's their spirit that's in them, which is not of God. So you see, the spirit within us and who we're following is what signs out. And if they hated Jesus, they're going to hate you. If they love Jesus, they're going to love you. So when you say, I want to be more like Jesus, what you're actually saying, I want to walk in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and I want to walk in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But when you do, that's when it breaks loose. So that's when the persecution things come at you. That's why there's a price to be paid, and that's why Jesus said, always counts the cost. But don't be a, uh, surprised about the attacks on things, you know. And he was surprised because he didn't know anybody. We can cut him an excuse for that, even though... He shouldn't have done that, but yet there was, he didn't have all that we have today. See, we have all these things that we can don't have to, to cow down to that. So that's what the Lord had, had showed me right there uh, about that situation. And uh, because we're, you're back in room, you're just like the audience out there. You know, we're, we're the mighty man, mighty woman of God up there preaching and teaching people. But when we come down, we're just like the audience there, and we have to use our faith, and we have to use everything that we spoke to them about ourselves and do the very thing, thing, same thing we're telling them to do. In other words, practice what we're preaching, because we have to do that too. And, and recognize and, and, we're all giving a, the measure of faith. There's one measure of faith that we're all given. And with that faith, uh, it's up to us to build that faith up, because like it says in Ephesians 3.20, God to do above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So the ball's always in our courts, you know. So really the day, if you talk about being without excuse, this is the day that there's no excuse because we have it all going for us today. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. I agree. Go ahead, Brother Ken. I was just saying I agree with what he just said because, you know, like I said earlier in the program, I don't know if you were listening or not, Ed, because we didn't know where no, you I, were. Yeah, I was <laughs> down there trying to get a hold of My wife got a hold of Montel. I got the phone to call. I was back and forth trying to get the music off there. Well, I, uh, I had talked a little bit about the title of this evening is, you know, From Faith to Fear. And I said, but I also wanted to change it a little bit and go, and then from fear back to faith, because he did. Returned to the faith, and he did do many more wonderful, marvelous works for God. And yes, he did. But you nailed it just a minute ago, because we have what he didn't have, and that's so important. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. No retaliation. We have the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Holy Ghost will lead us and guide us and direct us and educate us and show us which path to walk. And and Elijah didn't have that, but we do. And so, like you said a while ago, we have no excuses. You know, we really yeah. don't. We you know? don't. And besides, as we all know, fear is not from God. Fear okay. is designed, yeah. even in Elijah's yeah. day, that fear was put on him to stop him from going forward in his destiny. That's right. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. he had nothing to fear either because God was with him. And we have nothing to fear because God is with us. Amen. No matter right. what your circumstances. You know, right. right now I am in a... I'm in a place right now that I've never been at before in my life. 
I am standing very firm on promises that God has made. Amen. I'm standing very firm because throughout this past week he has reconfirmed and reconfirmed and reconfirmed Mm -hmm. and reconfirmed his word to me. And Mm -hmm. various ways, in supernatural ways, because the people that were confirming his word don't know each other. They were all saying the same thing. Amen. But I'm at this point right now where it would be easy to become fearful. It would be easy to start looking with my human eyes at my situation. That's right. And then start thinking about it that way. But I can't do that. I Mm -hmm. must walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Because as we were saying, God is going to eliminate any fear that I may have. I don't have any fear, to be honest with you, because I trust God. Even though I can't see it yet, even though it's not tangible in my hands, I am trusting God, and I refuse to walk in fear. Amen. And I encourage everybody who's listening tonight, if if, if you've got any kind of fear on you, First of all, like I said a moment ago, that's not from God. Tell it to go away. It's that simple. It really is. You know, in Second Corinthians ten five, it says to hold every thought captive to obey Jesus. Do that. And watch what happens. That's right. You know. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, we are. Yeah. There's a shift going on Amen. in the spiritual realm. There truly is. I, I, I can feel the difference. Mm. In just the last three days, there's a mm-hmm. difference. Uh, today, I was prophesying today like I've never prophesied before amen, on a live program. Praise the Lord. Okay, and every one, everything I said was 100% correct. And amen. that comes from amen. God, and only God can do that. I mean, That's I'm right. getting words of knowledge and wisdom that... Little extraordinary. I'm not, I mean, I get them from time to time, but today it was just like I knew that I knew that I knew that what I was saying was true, 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 true. Amen. And I believe Amen. that God is pouring out His Spirit and is shifting. And I'll tell you what He's doing. Put it in secular terms. He's promoting some folks. Amen. 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 No doubt. He is. You know, what, you know what's very interesting, my brother? Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. You know what's very interesting? You know when uh, you know when Elijah was going on and on about what was going on and, and saying, you know, about Jezebel. What, what did the Lord uh-huh. do? The Lord basically brought him some food. Yep. Yep. And said, and brought him some food, uh, food and told him to rest. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the yeah, Lord he was him sick. That he brought to him. He, he basically, yeah. Elijah is going on about uh, Jezebel is going to kill him and everything like that. And what does the Lord do? He brings Elijah some food and talks and yeah. he rests. He was sick. He Jezebel instead of God. And then he what he does, then what the Lord does, then what the Lord does, he says, I want you to go. And I want you to anoint this man the king. This man the king. This man is the king. Go anoint Elijah as a prophet. If you take place as a prophet, you know what I'm saying? So the Lord always wants us going ahead. 
You know what I'm saying? Forget about Jezebel. I'll take care of Jezebel. Yeah, what you set Try your it. mind and thoughts on is what now, you're going to give relief. Tonight, brothers, he's saying to us, don't worry about Jezebel's spirit. I'll take care of her. That's right. You have so, to fix sorry, on God. I get a little excited, but, you know. You have to, you have to fix on God. Whenever, Jesus, whenever Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, he sank because of the you know the winds and everything, and that's the disturbances of life to take you out of focus from Jesus. But the thing is, that will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind stay in thee because you trust in thee. We have to keep fixed. We have to be fixed with tunnel vision on Christ today more than ever because I've never known more distractions and more things that try to get you angry, try to get you upset, try to get you fearful, try to knock you out of the love walk. I mean, you, you're faced with all that, but all you can do is keep fixed on Jesus to keep you Amen. in that mode, that attitude. And that's, that's the job. That, that's the work because we have to stay in that mode or otherwise it's very easy. And I'll tell you what, if you get out of that mode, you're going to fall that quicker and harder than ever before than in the past because it, it's all set up just like the anointing that you're talking about there, Ken. He gives us more and, and a greater anointing in our ministry. And I, I experience the same things in preaching, teaching the Word. It just comes out and flow in revelation, and, and, and uh, that's increasing. But now remember this. As we're being increased, the three of us right here, we're talking about this, and we're on the same page about this. But then the devil is coming in a harder way also. This is why we have to stay on guard and be on guard for things, because the greatest time we need prayer and to stay on guard is when things are going their best. That's when people become fat and lazy, so to speak. And we have to foul in stronger as we go more successfully and more effective for God. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, I know one thing. In these past couple of weeks, it's been uh, well, probably one of the most difficult times I've gone through as far as physical attack. Um, mm-hmm. As you guys know, because of our other programs, that you know, I got to where I mm-hmm. couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. But yet, came in. And listen to me. I'm breathing wonderfully. I feel great. Satan tried to Amen. take me out. But God Amen. said no. Amen. That's right. That's who will live and not die. I will fulfill my destiny in Christ because he's already written the book. He's written it for you, That's Ed. Right. He's written it for you, Roy. And he's written it for everybody that's listening. If you love the Lord and you want to fulfill your destiny in Christ, it's not that hard to do. All you got to do is be obedient, walk in righteousness and holiness. Be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And God will walk you right into your God-given destiny. That's why it's God-given. That's right. Believe it. Receive it. And just start to act on it. In other words, just jump out of that. Now, we know that would naturally, we couldn't walk in the world without the power of God. But the thing is, when you step out into areas that are so far above your head you can't even understand it, you do it because you know God's there. And that's like now. And I know what you're talking about. The, the, where the fear tries to come in is the greatness that you're called to do is the great things that we're called to do. Uh, fear would come because we know it's far above us there, but yet the trust in God overshadows that. Well, you're not even thinking about it because you're not fixed on your ability. You're fixed on God's ability, and that's what gives us peace when we're fixed on God's ability, trusting Him and believing Him. But that faith, that power, that anointing that we talk about is not activated 
until we dare to step out of that boat because you don't need it to then. You don't, he, he didn't need to walk on the water to get out of the boat. He wasn't going to walk on the water stand in the boat. And that's just like us, the power, the, the gift of healing, the anointing. It does not come upon you till you go to do it, till you step out and do it, till you, or, you, or to prophesy, just like you get an interpretation of tongues or something if you're in a local church. A lot of people, you know, are reluctant to step out, but you're not going to get those words until you take that first word. You might have got one word, and then you flow in it, but that's where faith comes in. It takes faith to do that, but that faith is in the Lord taking the rest of the way because you're not going to look like a fool. And don't be afraid of, of, of messing up in any way, shape, or form because we all learn. We all had to grow from our infancy through the gifts of the Spirit and everything else. The thing about it is God knows what you're doing. You're putting forth the effort. He's not going to let you fall. He's going to take care. He's got you in his hands. You know, it's the devil that tries to make you think you're alone like he did with uh, Elijah there. And what did he tell Elijah? You have 7,000 more didn't bow their knees to uh, Baal. And, and uh, you know, we have to accept it because he, he makes, like, you're a lone ranger. You're the only one going through this. Poor you. Nobody cares. And the devil's, you know, he just wants to put you in that pity party stage. All right. You have to realize hey, God loves me and the greater one's in me. And me and right. you have the greater one in you. Therefore, the greater one comes out of your mouth and your greater one comes out in your action. And then the greater one is seen in you by others and say, hey, what's happening there? There must be a real God. There must be a real Jesus because I know this man can't raise somebody from dead. I know he can't get the sick out of the bed. And and he shows his power beyond any human power. And people will dare to believe him and then out in faith doing it. And that's what it's all about. It's really but we complicate it. We're trying to explain it away. One one thing, and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. You know, I one time, God had me before him. I don't know if I was the, fifth, the third heaven. I don't know where I was, and that's not important, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't here. I was standing before God, and I was making excuses as fast as machine gun shoots bullets. And you know nobody can talk that fast. But, you know, I, I started going, and after a while, I was in the presence of God, and I just stopped it. I knew, man, it's hopeless. I'm without excuse. I'm guilty. I'm like Isaiah. Woe of me of unclean lips, you know. And let me tell you, when you're in his presence, there's no excuses or anything because you know. I mean, there's just, you know it. Yeah. We're told it here, but whether you realize it or not, whether I think I have an excuse, I promise you, when you stand before him through experience, <laughs> believe me, you won't be making an excuse because you're, you're without excuse. And believe you me, and I don't care the worst sinner, the most hard person that there is will be like that in his presence, you know. So and he's so supernatural and powerful. And he just, his eyes are looking for men. And you see, you guys are talking a while ago. I did hear a little bit when I was trying to get a hold of Montel. But, uh, you know, you said about, uh, uh, I'm almost losing my train of thought. Uh, but people, uh, well, I did lose my train of thought there. But anyhow, uh, that's, that's what I'm trying to say, that God is looking for people Many are called, but few are chosen, you know, and that's what it is. We have to, we have to prove ourselves to God to be in the remnant. He doesn't accept everybody. Come it's on. like a walking an unknown soldier guard the tomb. You have to be special people for that, and we have to be special people, first of all, the pure heart, holiness, and operating in the power of God. That's the qualification, pure heart, holiness, and walk in the power of God, and that covers it all because that's, that's right. obedience and effort. I, I always say it's holiness and righteousness, but what you just said is the same thing. And that's what same God thing. expects and, out of us. And, and you know what and that's that really not, is? And he's not expecting too much. I'll tell you what, I've had, I've had yeah. more fun 
serving God in holiness and righteousness than I did doing anything else in this entire world. Hey, Amen. I, same thing. And I, we all I mean, I have a blast serving God. He makes it easy. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. I mean, yes, we do go through tough times. Yes, we do go through attacks. But we know that no weapon formed against us is ever going to prosper. That's and when right. it when that's it right. forms, that's when you rejoice. Go, hallelujah, I'm doing something right because the devil wants Amen. to take me out. But God that's says it. no. That's it. God says right. no. <laughs> you know, when you said about the, the fruit, of the, you said about the righteousness, that there's two things. You know, people say, how in the world do you walk in righteousness? You know what the answer is. And it's real simple. Empowerment in, 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 the, in, the, uh, in righteousness Righteousness, which is first, is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That is righteousness. You walk in the fruit of the yeah. Spirit, you are righteous. You want yeah. to be powerful in God? Well, it's all through the gifts of the Spirit. And we have access to both of those right there. They're there for us uh, as God would use them through us. And, of course, now the gifts are used to the Holy Ghost will, but the fruit is something we have within us. But then it will not be activated just like somebody does something wrong to me. I'm to forgive. That's one of the fruit of the Spirit. What will happen yeah. to me? I have to put forth the effort because this doesn't uh, happen like osmosis. But if you put forth your effort to do the impossible in yourself, the impossible is done by God through you. He does it. In other words, I'm putting forth an effort. You know, just like some people, I've known people that families are murdered by somebody, and they actually go see the person to win them to Jesus and tell them they forgave them and they love them. And that's pretty pretty potent. You're not going to do that in your own strength. And But anyhow, they put forth the effort to do that. And then the Holy Ghost enables them. You know, it says in Romans eight thirteen, by the uh, it says through the uh, Holy Spirit we mortify the deeds of the flesh. It says you shall live if you mortify the deeds of the flesh, uh, and that's by the Holy Spirit in Romans eight thirteen. So we mortify, we deaden what we don't want to do by the uh, Holy Spirit. And also Gethsemane, we talk about willing and everything. When Jesus Christ said, "Not my will, but the will of the Father be done." That blood that he sheds in his forehead right there gave you and I and, and Roy the ability to overcome our self-centered wills and say, not my will, but yours be done, period. You know, that's why I can do it. That's why we all can do it. That's why everybody listening can do it, because Jesus did it, and that blood made it so. Because he shed his blood seven times for us, and that was the first time he shed it, which enabled us to have power over our will. If we choose to do it, it's, it's everything in the Bible I'm seeing more and more is our choice. We let the peace of God rule. Uh, I'm doing messages. It's my third week uh, be coming up on these things. Yes, and teaching about that these past two weeks and, and uh, or two times. And it deals with your part in it and God's part and how to do it and how people look at it. I mean, the Holy Spirit told me this. I've never heard of it being taught before. I've never thought of it myself. It's a God thing because uh, he gives me a lot of things I've never heard anything with anybody ever say. And But he brings things out that are so simple that we should all see them, but yet, you know, it's, uh, what happens is we, we miss it and go for other things, and it's the little foxes that are spoiling these vines, you know. And uh, yeah. But anyhow... We, I did want to uh, say something. Back earlier you were talking about holiness and righteousness. And uh, uh-huh. here's the way I kind of look at it, and you all just let me know what you think. Righteousness is having right relationship with people. And holiness is having the right relationship with God. God, yeah, amen. Hmm. 
That, that, that's, uh, that's yeah, the, that's the holiness and righteousness. That sometimes I say righteousness, right standing with God, but that's right standing with people also. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, you can't be in right standing with God if you're not in right standing with others. That's, that's right. right. That's, good. that's exactly right. right. That's because we have to, we have to be in right Amen. standing. Amen. Exactly. Hey, now that's my thought on it. I just wanted to interject yeah. it. Thank you for well, allowing me to well, do that. Good. Continue, please. That's, oh, good. No, that's, no, that's good. That's good. That's good, Ted, because we have to uh, love. If you, if you love me, we love one another, you know. And that, that's what it is. Our love for God is showed. In another way, he said, you love me if you keep my commandments. You, for, you obey yeah. me. Love obedience is the same, you know. It's, uh, it's not just, oh, I love you, praise the Lord, and raise my hands, but it's in our actions, actions and reactions that we show our true love by. Uh, amplifying what he did. I mean, it, it's in it's every really, thought that we have, and as my good friend Ed Everly would say, it's a lifestyle. It's Amen. A lifestyle, yeah. Amen. Like, and you know, the other thing you, my, my good friend you, Ken says that, and I'm so glad to hear that because it's so true. Because so many people make it a Wednesday Sunday style <laughs> instead of and the other thing and sometimes if the cops behind him with the red light, they start praying real quick, too. But other than that, they don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, a, that's a good point that you made there about righteousness. That, that is righteousness and, and, uh, and holiness and uh, godliness. It is because it's, uh, we can't hate a brother and love God at the same time. <laughs> that's <laughs> For right. Sure. And, the right. Other, and the other thing, brother, the other thing, brother, too, is, Choose this day whom you will serve, amen? And the choices we make That's today right. determine our destiny in God's Yes, world. sir. Yes, sir. Amen? Yes, sir. And the wonderful yes. thing about it is that we get to make that choice every morning, every day. That's when we're right. Father God, I choose to serve you. It's a daily choice. choice. That's what we do every day. Not, we got to do it daily. Amen. 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 I have to examine myself daily right. to make sure I'm straight. <laughs> Amen. Amen. My wife and I do things together, and we'll pray together, and everything we do it apart, and everything, and but we're able to do it, you know, a lot. And uh, I tell you, it means so much. And I, I, I never known a time more important, fellas, than now being close to God, obeying God, hearing His voice, and leading Him. I, I'm just more and more desperate for God. I, I find myself that way because, man, I, I, I don't want to use this word. But I would be scared to death, and I, I never use that kind of talk, to be without God. I mean, I'm going to be honest about it, man. I, I, tell you, I couldn't imagine life without him. It would be worse than hell itself, you know, knowing what would be going on without God, without Jesus Christ. Man, I, 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 I don't even like to even talk or think about it, but that, that's that is becoming called, more and more stronger. That is called the fear of God. Yes, that's a good is. thing. It's a good yes, it thing. Is. That is my fear, too. The last thing I would ever want is for the Holy Spirit to leave me. I understand what David said, renew a right spirit in me. Amen. I understand Sorry. that because he feared losing the Holy Spirit. I fear yes, it. Yes. And that's the fear yes. of God, and that is a good place to be because that's when you start walking in the directions that God orders your steps. That's right. That's right. Fear you you have to have the fear wisdom. of God to follow God. Listen yes, to me, do. I'm not making this up. It's if it was good enough for King David, it was good enough for me. Amen. Amen. And I have a question Amen. out there for everybody out there right now Amen. that's listening to us. Uh, listen to Apostle Edward and Apostle Ken and myself. And the question is this. 
Are you following? Are you led by the Spirit of God? Or are you led by man? Come on now. Okay. Amen. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's the question you have to ask yourself. And, and uh, you know, and you know, really, you know that answer by the way you live. What do you base your, uh, what you face in life upon? What the word says, or what the government says, or what somebody else says? You know. And I, I you know, I'm not going to give this testimony over the line right now, but I did put it on our remnant today. You know, that testimony 46 years ago with my daughter and everything, and I put a thing on there. And what the, I won't go into detail about it. You, you guys can check back on the remnants and listen to that. But the 11-minute type thing by a lady gave a certain thing going on, and I testified of what happened 46 years ago. But the Lord confirmed to the very words that I used what God showed me, chewed me out for 46 years ago. I was just a young Christian. I was about, what, five years in the Lord. And he really jumped on me. I said, oh, my heavens, you know. And what he told me, uh, it worked at that time. And he confirmed it now, but I didn't have to have a confirmation. I knew it was so, but he brought it to pass. And that was a time of what you just questioned, just asked. You obeyed what man's telling you you must do, or you uh, listen to what the Spirit of God tells you to do. And uh, through, in fact, uh, through my wife's confirmation of it, and through what I've got many years ago, that's what we based it upon. And we've been scorned for that. We've been chewed out by people with times, but uh, uh, you have to do what you know you've got to do no matter what, and that's where the test is coming. It, it could be coming now in some ways for a while, uh, but you have to hold your guns. That's, that's uh, you know, we, he said, if you confess me before man, I'll confess you before my father. If you don't, he said, I won't. We confess Jesus, not just telling winning people to Jesus and speaking of his great love and power. We stand on his principles and refuse to give in to what the devil wants us to do. That's how we confess Christ, too, by standing on the right things and opposing those that are evil. Have no fellowship done proof of works of darkness, but reprove prove them, Ephesians 5.11. And so many people compromise or are afraid to open their mouths today to confess the truth and the right thing to do in the Lord. And that grieves the heart of God because we're, we, our country is found on godly principles, uh, of Christian principles. And so God wants us to stand that way. So that, that's a good question, Roy, uh, to say because today, unfortunately, and, you know, I'm going to give you guys some statistics. I found out, you won't believe, out of 600,000 churches, what percentage of the church do you think believes the Bible? Each of you make a guess. What percentage out of 600,000 churches, what percentage of churches actually believe the Bible? Three. You guessed it on the nose. <laughs> you, guessed, you guessed it on the nose, and it's almost, uh, I heard that, I nearly, I thought, wow, but it's gone that far. You know, in fact, a lot of them don't believe Jesus is the only way. A lot of them right that now is why, That is why we are about to walk into a new time, fellas. Because of statistics like that, because the day of the church, the buildings and the hypocrisy and the lying shepherds, all that is coming to an end now because God yes, is. is going to prevail. And God has got a harvest field that is so ripe that it, the picking right. is going to be easy because God yes. is already preparing hearts. And that is why we're going to see the largest, faceless, 
nameless revival in all the history of mankind. Amen, amen. amen. Yes, that's, that's so true. You hit it on the snooze. Sorry, I you went into preacher, anointed preacher mode again. I can't hey, help right. myself. I'm excited. This is coming to fruition before our very eyes. How fortunate and blessed we are. How fortunate and blessed we are to be able oh, to be alive for a time such as this. Oh, oh praise my Jesus. We're, praise we're the Lord. I'm so happy. To be alive. Oh, my we're, goodness. We're I got here. annoying all over me, guys. I'm sorry. I don't hey, man, know. Hey, man, that's no, no, hey, we feel and the you know, same way, man. It, Tell you we it, it's it's beyond it, 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 it it's floating, and the people we're trusting they're gonna they're receiving through the airways Amen. exactly Amen. what we're feeling right here what yeah. we're talking about. This is God. This this is God. You know, uh, <laughs> it, it is happening in, in such a way, and we're seeing it happen now. You know, when I when I teach and preach, I don't. I, my wife tells me how it is, and sometimes I think I, I muffed it up, messed it up. And uh, when I listen to that thing, it's flowing perfectly in the power of God. Amen. And, and, and I, the other night on my my morning, I don't know if you guys heard or not, but it was on the number two, the one I did uh, Tuesday. I said, I don't know what I'm going to pray. I've never said that in my life. But I didn't. And I started praying, and I was bringing the altar call in the, in the, in the thing, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Everything was going through it. It was completely off script. And, and God's been taking me off script in about everything. I'm doing. I, it, it's getting to a point that I'm just Ain't like a rope. Uh, it is wonderful, it's wonderful, man. It, it, it is wonderful. I've been it. that way for many, many years. I, yeah. I even when I, 35 years ago when I started, I would just. I never knew what I was going to preach about until I stepped up behind that pulpit. I used to tell my congregation, "I'm hearing this I'm for the first time too," because when you follow the word. lead of the Holy Ghost, <laughs> you can't mess up. Yeah, yeah the word. The word that's I never even even uh, speak them. You know, it's just like Paul or any of them. Uh, situation you minister just the way Paul did, or any of the generals did. Because I mean, we have a greater anointing with the generals. Will have you know, all of them, from Wigglesworth or even Apostle Paul. Greater works mm-hmm. because uh, Jesus. Has, and that won't be just ministers. That's lay people, the unspoken, right. no name people. Because the reason the Lord's doing it, because he wants as many people as he can get. That's why Jesus said the latter rain will be greater. Because Come on, he you just took the mouth greater. right out of my words. Amen. <laughs> it, it, it amazes me, I'm telling you. Uh, but we yes. have failed as fivefold ministers, though, because it, the message has been given across. See the prophetess, see the pastor, see the teacher, see the evangelist. Instead of you've got it, whosoever will. Mm-hmm. Whosoever will believe my word on Friday, it will work for them. That's what it is. That's what we're do. Whosoever will. If anybody can show me, if anybody mm. can show me in the Bible where it says that only apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and the like can do miracles, signs, and wonders, if you can show me where it says that, I, I, I will concede that I, I've not been preaching the truth. But I know I've I mean, been preaching no. the truth because it's for whosoever believes. If not in the For all of us, we are one body. One we're body. One we're body. All of us. Together. Yes, we're all different Amen. parts, but we're one body with one function. That's and that's right. to usher in the kingdom of God. That's right. That, that's it. We, we keep we're that focus. That's where the power comes in. That's where the work of their ministry. Amen. That's where God 
in the picture. When we be, Jim Baker used to say this, it was so true. When we become O-N-E, the world will be W-O-N. And that, that's what it is because denomination was the best tool the devil ever invented. The word denomination. That's right. And, and, you know, and then the local church four walls because it's outside the four walls where the action is. I've seen a lot of action in the four walls over the years, but I've seen a lot. Of, I've seen people, women that were barren, become pregnant outside the four walls. And all types of things, people raised up from heart attacks. You know, in the church, <laughs> the power the power isn't for people to look at you and say, Woo, look at that man, look at that woman right there. No, it's for service, for doing a service for God, for helping people. It's not a egotistic thing that people want to merchandise you know, on and some, call them. Some of the things that people don't understand, and you made a good point there a minute ago about denominations. All denominations are set up on original sin. Say what yep. again? Let me say it again. All denominations yep. were set up on original sin. Original sin was not Adam and Eve eating the fruit in the Garden of Eden. Original mm-hmm. sin was when Lucifer had pride and said, I'm right, that's God's it. wrong. That's that's mm-hmm. And every denomination is set up on that because they go, I'm right, they're wrong. I'm right, they're wrong. I'm right, they're wrong. It all is based on pride, and that's why a lot of churches have Oh, Lord, help us all. But guess what? He is going to help you yeah. all. It he is. has said he's coming back for a bride that's wrinkled and blemish-free, a pristine bride. And you know that. Y'all, guess what? He's going to, the Holy Ghost is going to iron out those wrinkles. He's going to yeah. iron out those blemishes. He's going to clean yeah. us up yeah. and wipe it or not. And praise be to God, he's going to do that, because being one bride means there will be no denominations, because there's only one bride. There's only one Jesus. He he didn't create denominations. Man did. Uh There was one faith, one Baptist, one God, you know, one spirit. That's right. What did Jesus say? I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He never said, I'll build churches. No. No, he said a church, my church, not the church of the Pentecost, the church of God or whatever. That's but when right. we see it, that's, that's, why we can, that's why so many don't work together. That's been the problem because everybody is right. Everybody right. wants to be the big wheel, and they don't everybody want to be right. For the Lord. Yeah, but, but you, everybody wants you have to be right. And, and, and men have used that against people. That's why we have yeah. all these occult things. That's why we have all these these. Cult, because, okay. you know, we're the only ones who are going to make it to heaven, brothers and sisters. All those other people are wrong. Follow us, because we're going to make it to heaven, and they're not. Well, guess what? Neither are they. They're not going to make That's, it either, because we're walking in pride and not in truth. God is looking for worshipers who worship him in spirit and in truth. And that's all he wants. I hate to admit it. And the, the truth of it, but unfortunately, a lot of these false cults have more unity to what they stand for than the church does. They don't have the truth, and they're walking in that, serving a dead God, a dead belief, a belief that's going to put them in hell. But we have the truth that will set people free. It already has set us free in timidity and not wanting to get out there and do it and make a stand. And, uh, and you know where the fearful are going to go, don't you? Revelation says that a fearful person is going to go to hell. A person that says they're afraid to stand up and they're not standing up for the Lord and backing off in timidity, they're not going to make it to heaven either, according to Revelation. 
And uh, so the fearful, you know, well, just just like the talents. Remember what happened to the man with the talents there? He, he was afraid. He said, I was afraid you were a hard judge there, Lord. I just was afraid to do it. The Lord wasn't too pleased with that. No, it wasn't. But talking about heaven, talking about heaven, I won't say uh, what uh, what t- uh, t- uh, churches were because, you know, there is a in But what the pastor said, he said, you know, he said, when we all get to heaven, he said, they're going to have uh, a part of heaven roped off for the, for for this church uh, uh, for this denomination. They're going to have uh, the Lord's going to have this. <laughs> you know how nuts that is? They're going to uh, the Lord is going to have uh, a part of heaven what? roped off, and that's where all of us are going to be. Like I couldn't believe he said that. Are you going to? I remember a joke like that. It said. Uh, Somebody asked, he said, what's that big wall for? He said, shh. So that's where all the Southern Baptists are. They don't know we're up here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's we get, that's we we're here to leave down. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I used to have a little, I used to play on words a little bit with the word denomination, and I called it demon in nations. Exactly, yeah, exactly what it is. It's all designed to divide the body yeah. of Christ. But God's removing yeah. that. I'm telling you yeah. right now, I'm speaking prophetically. We're going to see more and more Main Street type brick and mortar churches come down. Amen. They That's are. Right. You better believe they're coming, it. They're coming down very fast. And what's going to be replacing that is the movement of the Spirit of God. You know, Amen. there are going to be tents going across this country. There are going to be people that are being raised up as we speak. The remnant of God who are going to raise Amen. up and God says, okay, you take care of this corner. Go teach that's them right. the spirit and truth. And that's what's that's going right. to happen. That's, that's right. right. And and I know that with all my heart. We're practicing. we're practicing now. You know, the Lord had showed me all the years that we experienced all the great things and everything were just little samples of the future. But we're practicing yes. now, and we had been what we call treading water what we're experiencing now in a lot of areas until the, the great ship comes in, which is coming in now. But we are treading water. He kept, he sustained us. But we're not going to be sustained when this comes in. We're going to be above things and everything. And it's going Amen. back. It's going to be, this is a day of extravagant faith. Extravagant Brother, I don't faith. want to wait for the ship to come in. I want to swim out to it. Can I do that? Amen, amen. <laughs> right. I want to swim to it. I want it now. I've been, swim- no. I've been swimming to that ship for all the years. You know, and a lot of times, you know something, though, fellas, and you know this as well as I do. Uh, they mistaken what we're talking about here for braggadociousness. In other words, the way I talk and act a lot of times, people get provoked sometimes the way I talk and act because I know who I believe. When I go in there, I know when I go somewhere, things happen. In the church I go, I know there's going to be things going on that does. Where I'm on a program and everything, you know, I know what I can do in the Lord. What the Lord does through me. And you fellas know what the Lord does through you. Paul knew. He said, when I come, I'm going to be a blessing. And that's not braggadociousness. That is simply knowing your God and what he wants to do through you and being obedient Amen. to your God and letting him use it. That's all it is. And that's not a general position either. That's 
everybody should be doing that. You know, these things that you want to call the general thing, not you, but I'm saying people call general, or what's expected, reasonable service, like Romans 12.1.2 says, you know, we, we make our bodies, you know, a living sacrifice, we commit ourselves, not be conformed to the world, but, you know, to the word of God. And that's reasonable service. That isn't a super Christian or some some super Apostle Paul or some great man of God. That's but, you know, we, we have taken a low bar on these things, a low bar to a lot of truths, you know, as far as unforgiveness, low bar of how we live our lives. And we have watered down Christianity so bad that it's not Christianity. You know, it's just a lot of them now, and you guys, again, know this as well as I do. They go into nightclubs on a Saturday night. They go out drinking. They go to the bedroom at night unmarried, and then they turn around and they go to church the next day worshiping, praising God, and hey, save glory, hallelujah. And that, that, that's the, the false brand of Christianity that we have now. In other words, non-repentative, no repentance in this thing. Just, Lord, I refuse my Lord and Savior, forgive me my sins, take over, then go out and do what we did before, you know. And old things pass away, all things become new. And it's true, we change sometimes gradually, depends how much we give, but there is a change there, and it moves towards something, you know. There has to be a change. I mean, uh, we can't we can't fake that with God. You can't fake the gifts of the Spirit. You can't fake anything, the real thing. A lot of preachers try to fake things by being excited and jumping and shouting and flipping the air and everything like that. But the, the anointing you cannot fake. That's either there or it's not there. The power of God right. is there or it isn't there. And we have to we don't we have to cooperate with with God. We, he don't cooperate with us. We cooperate with Him. We cooperate with Him. It, it's all in our doing His way, not Him doing anything our way. But we do it all His way. That's what we have to learn. You know, we're, we're a product. We want to do the way we want to do it, and what we see. He said, "Oh no." He said, "You'll do it my way, or it won't be done." You know. Exactly. Exactly. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And amen. Praise amen. Lord. And that's true. You cannot fake the anointing. I don't care who you are. You can do all the hollering and dancing up on stage and try to hype people up, but that's not the yep. anointing. That's emotions. That's and exactly. the anointing that's breaks right. the that's yoke. We know yes, when the anointing right. enters the room. The three of us, we pray every Thursday for people, and we see yes. miracle after miracle after miracle. That is the anointing at work. Because we couldn't do it if we wanted to. Amen. It's getting better and better. This past week, Gary, you know how it's all different. We're going into another level. God's putting us up to another glory level, and it's mm-hmm. collectively and then individually. And we're, we're new. I can already tell all- the difference. You know, ever since you said that, it has happened. I have felt a change in my own anointing. I, I, yeah, I don't man. know how to put it into words, but it's I don't it's greater than it was. That's all I'm going to say. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. It, it is. You know, yeah. and I, I've noticed, I guess, I don't know how long ago I was talking about I, I lose track in time. I used to be expert on time, but I lose track, and I'm just caught up in the things. I just don't live in that time. But I tell you, I've thought that same thing. It's been recently, maybe a couple months, I know, especially in my teaching and preaching, and what I get, you know, revelation, and there's a prophet, apostle, and everything like that. But, you know, the Lord told me, and I think that this is a good time. I know I've said this before. I didn't know what to call myself because I'm called every name under the sun from apostle to pastor, everything. In fact, the one, my one uh, uh, lady calls me. She's a, a, a uh, I'm her mentor, my wife and I. And uh, she said, you know why I call you pastor? I said, no, I don't. And then she told me, well, 
God told me to tell you that you're pastor of all nations. What that title was, that's the first time I heard that uh, from Man. her. She's a prophet. And, and and anyhow, other things are here, but you know what the Lord told me personally? That was from a, a lady that's a prophetess. But uh, this is from what God told little Ed. <laughs> he said, you're all things to all people. And that's, that's, that's right. what we're supposed to do. Because that's what, that's what that's I want to be. That's exactly right. Well, well, you, know what, you know what our ministry is called, fellas, and you know as well as I do? Extended hand to Jesus, international ministry. Extended hand to Jesus. So if I'm an extended hand to Jesus, didn't Jesus, wasn't he all things to all people? Didn't God say, I am? That means I'm all things, I'm all good things, I'm everything. Well, we are his disciples, and we, we do the works that he did. He said, the things I do, he said, well, you do in John fourteen twelve, right? So therefore, we're called to do that. So therefore, we are all things. Those that are serving God are really all, everybody really is. We get technical, or all, should be all, should be now, I said, all things to all people. You know what I mean? What did you say that, that name was, God, God's hand extended, what was it? Oh, extended, extended hand of God, what did you say? Uh, uh, oh, extended hands of Jesus, international ministry. God gave us that yeah. name extended into Jesus 20-plus years ago, Ken. Do you know what the name of one of my, my groups on Facebook is? Ready for this? God's Hand uh-huh. Extended Great Healing Ministries International. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. I'm Amen. Serious. Amen. There you go. Amen. There you go. I mean, and there's a, there's a, every, if you guys don't allow me, I'll, I'll give you a testimony. There's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason that I called it God's hand extended. Mm-hmm. We were, I don't know, probably around 2009, we uh-huh. were taking a, uh, a semi-truckload of goods to uh, North Dakota, uh, uh-huh. excuse me, South Dakota, uh, to the uh, Indian Reservation of Mission, South Dakota. And uh mm-hmm. And we had been traveling all night long, and we had a caravan. We had a, a big semi-truck, and we had a like a horse trailer with the aluminum doors, you know, the ones with the rigid mm-hmm. uh, aluminum mm-hmm. uh, framing around it. And uh, mm-hmm. when we got there, we'd been up 20 hours straight, and the guy who was driving the truck decided to move the truck forward, but the gate on the aluminum trailer was in the way, and I just reached up to move it, but my timing was terrible because what happened was as I reached up to grab it, that door closed in and started cutting into my fingers. Uh, oh, no. And I, then I heard a little girl scream. And then I realized I was that little girl screaming. <laughs> like, oh, I bet, I bet. It was cutting. You know, flesh and bone do not give way to metal. Metal is going to go through that flesh and bone. And as this door was pressing in on my fingers and cutting into them, there was a woman behind me that said, oh no, in the name of Jesus, that is God's hand extended. And and then the most amazing thing happened, fellas, and what I'm telling you is God's truth. All of a sudden, that aluminum door melted like butter around my fingers. Amen. Amen. It just went right around my fingers. It looked like butter. And then at the same time, all of a sudden, something reached up and pulled the door off the hinges of that trailer. 
Yeah. Yep. It yep. was a miracle. My hand, I did not lose my fingers. In fact, one of the nurses there went back to the mission and was telling my wife what was going on, and she said, I'm sure this guy's going to lose his fingers. She said, who was it? She said, Pastor Ken. She said, ah. <laughs> but the point of the matter is, that was a miracle, and it was such a miracle that it went through that Indian reservation like wildfire, and people came yep. to see the yep. miracle hand. And oh, they yeah. got saved that's because powerful. of it. That's quite a testimonial. Hallelujah. That's it's it's a true testimony. I still have scars on my fingers. Yeah, from but I have all my out, fingers. You have your fingers. That's right, and you're able to use your fingers. Yeah. And it was my life. left hand, and I'm left-handed. That's are you? I'm left-handed too, Ken. I'm left-handed too. Not so many of us, but uh, that's on you. You don't run for too many. Left-handed. You know, you know, Ed. That that now this is this is truth here. Now I'm about to tell you. Right-handed people predominantly predominantly use the left hemisphere of their brain. Left-handed people predominantly use the right hemisphere. So no matter what they say to us, Ed, you and I are always in our right minds. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I I receive that. I believe it. Hey, we're right. Amen. I couldn't agree with you more. Big amen. Did you listen to what Apostle Edward, I mean, the captain just said out there about the left-handed people? See you out there, that left-handed. Did you listen to that? Yeah. Amen. We're always right, aren't we? We might know that. Always in our right mind. Well, fellas, I hope you don't mind, but I need to go in and and spend some time with my wife. I want to thank oh, you so you, very, buddy. very much for inviting well, me. Thanks. I've had a wonderful yeah. time. Oh. I always do when I'm with well, you guys. I do. So God well, bless you. You say hi to you. I really enjoy it. And you know what I like about this? You are better when you're not on the program, having to look on the screen and everything, because I know you got about 200 things to do. But the way you talk and you act like you're free, you need to be free from them because that way you can use your mouth. But you're using your brain, your hands, and then the thing conks out. But you're like a different – am I right, Roy? Did you get that too? That He seems like a different man to talk like it. Don't you see that? Well, it's because I'm not I'm not being distracted by other things, so I can focus a little better. That's right. You know, yeah. I'm still the same guy. I just, you know, sometimes I have to multitask. Fortunately, I don't have to do that here. So, that, God bless you. Thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really did. We were honored. We were honored. Uh, yeah. Can you do one yeah. thing before right? you go? Just before you go, could you do one thing for, with us? Sure. Okay, thanks. You're, you're wonderful. Thanks. What did I you want, want me to do? A proclamation. I want to do a prayer proclamation uh, over Canada and the state. Um, yeah, it, so yeah, well, I'm just going to say, if you, and oh, if hang you on a second. Just say it with me. That'd be wonderful. Okay, ready? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. We are. Yeah. Just repeat it after me. We are. We are. We are. Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. To forgive us. To forgive, forgive us, us of our sins, known and unknown. Yes, for known and unknown. In 
Canada. In Canada. And the States. And the United States. Political corruption. Couldn't understand you. I couldn't either. Political corruption. Political corruption. Yeah. Moral perversion. More perversion. More perversion. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Occult. Occult. And idolatry. And idolatry. We pray the blood of Jesus. We pray the blood of Jesus. To cleanse us in allowing. To cleanse us in allowing. Abortion. Abortions. In any other way. The innocent have been destroyed. The innocent have been destroyed. The innocent have been destroyed. We ask for forgiveness. We ask for forgiveness. For divisions in the church. In the church. Forgive us in the church. Spiritual pride in denominations. Denominate for pride and denominate. Backbiting. I agree with you. Backbiting and for anything else that has hurt the Church of Jesus Christ. Anything else that hurt the Church of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Okay. Amen. Amen. Yes. Okay, now we're going to report. We ask for God's kingdom to come. Ask for God's kingdom to come. And his will to be done. And his will to be done. On earth as it is in heaven. United States. Canada and the United States. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. We ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The spiritual pouring. Of God's grace. Spiritual anointing of God's grace, God's and grace. mercy, and, and fire, mercy. And, mercy. And, fire. And, fire. and fire, upon our country. Upon our countries. We ask for true spiritual revival. Ask for true spiritual revival. We ask to for true spiritual revival. To come to our uh, to come to our country. To come, come to, to our, our countries. countries. Causing attorney to God. Causing to God. And turning to God. A cleansing. For cleansing. A cleansing. A brokenness. 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 A humility. 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 And a hunger for the one and only true God. And a hunger for the one and only true God. Okay, now we're going to go to resist. We resist all forces. We resist, we resist all, all forces. Powers. And powers. Of evil. Of evil. Of evil. That have taken hold. Have taken hold. Have taken hold. Of our country. Of, of our, our country. country. We resist the spirit of wickedness. We resist the spirit of wickedness. We resist the spirit of wickedness. That is the spirit of wickedness. Yeah, that has established strongholds. 
There's established strongholds in our country. In our country. And surrounding areas. And surrounding areas. In the dark places. In the the dark dark places. places. Where the enemy has set up camp. Set up camp. The enemy has set up camp. We call on the name of the Lord. We call call on the name of the the Lord. Lord. Commander of the host, oh my God, is to destroy, destroy. The the commander of the host to destroy evil. Destroy all spiritual strongholds. All spiritual strongholds. This day. This day. The countries of Canada and the states. United States, that we live in now, under the, the power, the the power of the Holy Spirit, and the, power and, oh. the power and ownership of the Holy Spirit, power and the ownership, ownership of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And this is the last part. All other spirits, and now we're still all, all other spirits. We're, 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 we're proclaiming this now, us three, okay? We're coming against this. All other spirits. All other spirits. Are hereby given notice. Are hereby given notice. And are evicted. And are evicted. Are evicted. From Canada. From Canada. From Canada. And, from the and the United States. And the United States. By the power... Of the name of Jesus. Of the power and authority of the name of Jesus. Now that we have prayed and we believe. Now that we believe. That our city. That our our country, Canada State, will be reclaimed. Be reclaimed. Restored. For the Lord. Revived. Revived. And set on a path of righteousness. Set on a path of righteousness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus', Jesus name. name. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen Glory and God. amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, well, thank you, thank you. You're going to see, I thank God with all my heart. I believe you're going to see that prayer come true, son. Yes, God is. And this, this God is the time. Well, God bless, guys. I'm out of here. Okay, God bless. Say hi to TJ. We love you now. uh, You have a I will. You know, TJ just got healed yesterday, too. Yes. Can I tell you that? We send our love, okay? She just got healed yesterday. She's like night and day different, man. I just love God. Hey, remember we prayed uh, that day. We were praying for her and everything and standing and uh, lifting her up, and she's set free. Amen. Amen. Uh, we pray for you. Awesome. Right. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you later. Be blessed. Okay. Be blessed. Love Amen. you. Bye bye. Okay. Love bless. you. Bye bye. Amen. 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 You know, brother, uh, I know that everybody yes. out there. I know we're we're talking about Canada and the states, and uh, you know, uh-huh. but everybody out there, I just want to say that you know that prayer. You can just put your own country in 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 uh, that space. Yes. You know. Yeah, uh, wherever you are, yes. if you're in Germany or if you're in uh, Kenya, wherever it is, right. you know what? That's yes. right. It covers all. Yes. It covers all areas. It does. Amen. Amen. Praise God. 
Hey, man. Well, this has been quite a night. This has been quite a night. It's a beautiful night. Uh, Praise God. You know, uh, we didn't pray for Montel. Let's let's close praying for Montel there because she said about praying. uh, And you mentioned also there we just lift her up, you know, uh, on this before we sign off, okay? I just want to, yeah, I'm looking for, uh, we'll do Bontel. I just, I just, uh, something to put on my heart here. Um, I just want to say, um, when you go into the Word of God, and I'm just going to talk to everybody out there because everybody is in, uh, you know, we're all in, there's, we're all in cir- situations, uh, Edward, we're all in circumstances, even some have symptoms, you know what I'm saying? My, my, you know, I mean, let's right. be honest with each other, right? And That's anyway, true. Anyway, when, when uh, back in, in, in the book, and I'm not going to go to that scripture, but I'm just going to say it. When the uh, Pharisees and Sadducees, when they said to the apostles, when that man was healed, everybody know that man was healed, and they were glorifying Jesus. And they were uh-huh. saying that, you know, that, that Jesus was the one that healed that man. It's in the word of God, right? right? Yeah, the lame, yeah, the lame and, man right there, that was uh, Peter. Right. And the, you know, Pharisees and the, Sadducees, the religious people, mm-hmm. the religious people, they right. said to you, the right. apostles, they threatened the apostles. Right. They threatened the apostles right. and they said they, they didn't want to hear that name. And if, if, if they basically say that name, you know, you know, they threatened them. They threatened them. But right. you know what the apostles said? And this is what we need to say. You know, oh, yeah, I know what... when things happen right now of what's going on with the government and, you know, the government saying basically you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that, you need to be doing this. What did the apostles mm-hmm. say to the, what did the apostles say to the world? What did the apostles say to well, the world they, system? They what did the apostles say? What did the apostles say to the to the uh, uh, the Pharisees and Sadducees? Yeah, well, you know what they the told religion. them. They said God told us to do this. You tell us this, or who are, are we to believe? And they went out and preached Jesus. That's found in Acts four. In other words, when we're what, tried what for that, they say, we, they, they, they said, we must this, obey uh, God rather right, right. than men. So that's what that's I'm leaving right. tonight. That's what uh, I'm leaving tonight. You're, you're going to have situations out there. There's going to be all of us, like uh, Apostle Edward, myself, right. and Apostle Ken. We're all, you know, we're all going to we're all have circumstances. That's right. That's right. We have to stand on what God told us to do. See, that's what they said. And you make see that's where you make a choice when you say, "Well, I'm going to do what God told me to do in spite of what that's they right. say." And that's where standing is. And that's what they did in Acts chapter four there. And three, you know, they stood against the government right there because they told them they couldn't preach Jesus. And, and they said, well, God right. told us to preach Jesus, and we we to believe what you told us, or we to believe and do what God told us. And then anyhow, right away, they knew what was going to go on. They went back out and started preaching Jesus. And then they went went to their, their, their people, and they said, uh, let's pray. They didn't pray that they'd get away from the people. They prayed. Lord, give us bogus so we can out, we can win people. In Acts four, you know, and then the building shook and everything. In fact, I was teaching that message uh, a good number of years ago in the church where we went to at that time, and that's where I had the experience of the church actually shook. 
miracles happened. Uh, we went out and we prayed for cars. God had us do that, and cars were actually healed. Uh, there was a lady who to have surgery. She didn't have to have surgery. God healed her. young man called the ministry, and the power of God was just like Acts 4, the same experience they had in Acts 4. Peter, there, when the building shook, I seen this building shake. We were there. I was, I was, it was on a Wednesday night. Uh, I was teaching from the book Acts. I was just maybe 10 minutes into it, or if that long, and that thing happened. I said, what am I to do, God? Because, I mean, it was a, it was a time when I didn't know what to do, and God said, just continue on. And I started ministering to people, you know, praying for them, and we seen healings and miracles and, and the power of God uh, all over the place, you know. And that was the only time I experienced that particular thing. I seen it one time in Benny Hinn's meeting, uh, one, one of his meetings one time I saw that. But there were the only two times I witnessed it, the one meeting I was conducting and, and one that Benny was conducting, you know. And, and, uh, and of course, it's in the Bible. But uh, the power of God, you know. And he's shaking things. He's showing himself. And these things are going to be more predominant today because God wants on the main stage there to know that, hey, I'm God. He's showing himself like never before doing the incredible because the more incredible it becomes, the more people are going to look and say, wow, what was that? And just like Ken was saying, like you were saying, like I was saying, this whole thing is it's just uh, – and Ken – just speak of my heart right there, what he was saying. I'm sure you'll say the same thing and what we were talking, what we say, because that's where we're at. That's, that's the time in history, the minute we're at right now. I'm looking for anything, any time right now to, to just burst wide open because we're seeing the unusual uh, in a way that, uh, you know, you just don't know what you're doing. You know, the things you say and everything. The words you say and do is just incredible. And, uh, and uh, of course, Apostle Ken, he had to had to go, and, and, and it's wonderful. But Apostle Edward is on it. And so what I'm saying is, I'm going to get back to this. So they said we must obey God rather than men. And what did they do after that? They went out and they started glorifying, lifting up the name of Jesus. And Jesus confirmed his word with signs, wonders, and miracles. That's it. They did it, and that's what he wants us to do. So as we're faithful to him in that, he's going to do the same for us, the very same thing. We, he does do that. He is going to. He is doing that. But the more we become that way, the more he does it. Uh, you know, uh, and that's what's going on. So praise God. Well, listen, I think well, we've uh, been watching for, for the night and everything. And uh, let's do have a prayer from one time. We're going to pray. For her healing, you mentioned about because she said to me about it too in prayer, and for her uh, uh, yeah. feet, I believe. What I want, whatever. What I want to do, uh, Apostle Edward, I want to basically, I want to tell everybody, and uh, you know that as we, the body of Christ, as everybody out there, as we lift up the name of Jesus, as we exalt the name of Jesus, as we worship the name of Jesus. And we don't talk about COVID-19 no more. We take it and we, and we put it down. Bring it down and bring Jesus up. And as we bring That's Jesus right. up, as we worship and we lift Jesus up, he will take care of COVID-19. Amen. That's right. Amen, my brother. That's it. That's Amen. It. Amen. In every situation, Amen. 
every circumstance and even every symptom that you're dealing with will be gone. Will be gone. Amen. Amen. It's gone. It's you believe God's report, not the report of men, doctors, or anything else. God wants to show himself mighty as a healer. He said, it's better to trust the Lord and put your confidence in man. Psalms 118.8. It's better to trust in the Lord. And that's what it's about. And that's what we're coming to today because everything's out of hand. And the only place we can have our faith today and know it's in a real place is in God and his word. That's the only sure thing today. And I've seen it. I'm not even going into some details about a lot of things, but I could, I could go into a lot of details about things. But I totally uh, trust God for everything. I'm not that right there. And everything physically, everything, we trust God. And he hasn't failed us yet. And he's healed us, delivered Amen. us, set us Amen. free. And so, praise God. And we're going to believe for one. I just want to say one, one thing. We're going to, we're going to uh, pray for Sister Montel and, and, and then. But I just want you to say this with me. Out there, I will not be defeated. And I will I'll not be defeated. Quit. And I'll never quit. And I'll never quit. I'll never quit. I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Free from Satan's grip. Free from Satan's grip. Jesus fought and won the battle. Jesus fought and won the battle. And gave it all to me. And gave it all to me. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. And I'm free. And free. And I'm free. In Jesus' Amen. name, I'm free. In Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Amen. That's it. Amen. 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 We came by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. It's a done deal. In Jesus' name. Amen. But we want to put a, a pray for, uh, for our sister Montel. I'm just going to agree with you. Uh, uh, I, I did send her a message, and uh, I did tell her that uh, I command the pain to stop in the name of Jesus. And um, so I'm just going to have, uh, I guess, I'll, I'll be yeah. agreement with you, uh, uh, Paul. Yeah, I, 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 just, I disagree. I agree with you. I agree with you now. It's that pain must go in the name of Jesus Christ. I just released that anointing into her legs, her feet right now, and I command that pain to go, and I speak complete healing in her body right now, replenished, and restored to normality. It'll be normal, and she'll function normal from this time this night forth. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Well, it's been a great night tonight, uh, uh, Apostle oh. Edward. You know, Apostle Ken came in, and and I'm and yes, I just, yes. you know, we just thank you, thank you for the, the Holy Spirit was with us and directing us Amen. and guiding us to what to say and everything tonight. So I just want to say uh, to everybody out there, you know, the, the Bible says, "Who the Son free is free indeed," but the key is, with all my brothers and sisters out there, to stay free. That's right. Do you have any other comments, other comments before we go, Pastor uh, uh, Edward? Uh, no. The only thing I would say is just follow Christ in obedience. Give your life to him. Choose you're going to serve him this day no matter what. 
and he'll take care of you. It's that simple. Give yourself to him, let him have your life, and watch what he can do in and through your life. And remember this. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time, God willing. Amen. God bless you all. We love you now, and we will talk with you in two weeks. That'll be right. In two weeks. All right. We love you all, and we'll talk to you later. We have given given you our uh, our, um, email address, email address. And if you have any comments or if you have any questions or you have anything, just in response, just email email Brother Ed, email, email Brother Roy. We'd love to hear from you. Amen. Bye for now. Amen. God bless. Okay. God bless you all now. Bye bye, everybody. Talk to you soon. Okay. Goodbye, Apostle. Goodbye, Apostle. Thank you for coming on. Yes, you're, thank you, you for you having me. Always enjoy it. You were a blessing. Okay. Sir. Give the bless to your wife now, okay? I sure right. will. Talk to you soon. Give me a call. Okay. Give me a call. I'm just, I'm just a phone call you away. Too now, okay. <laughs> Okay. I sure will. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Say hi to Sabrina. Bye bye. I'll do that. And also okay. with your lovely wife. Okay. Bye bye now. I knew the I knew the I knew the Lord would get you back on. <laughs> okay, I know. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.